Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of Undefined, the podcast that we don't know anything about, and neither do you. I guess. Who knows? Nobody does. Today we are joined with the usual suspects. We have Daryl. We lost. And, and Justin. There's always next year. <laughs> and myself, I am Ben. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode. So we are literally fresh from watching the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Cleveland Browns. And obviously, as you heard them say, we are losers. It sucks. Breaks my heart. It's 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 sad. So that is our topic for discussion. So gentlemen, let's dive right in. We need better defense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Please. A new defensive coordinator. Yes. Joe Woods needs to be fired. I don't know what he was calling today. I I I honestly feel like that's that's what it comes down. At least for this game. Was defense uh, aside, aside from some of these calls as a team at its core, we need better defense. Yeah, we need every draft pick just draft defense, no offensive players. I don't want nothing but defense, defense, defense. Honestly, I don't know what we were doing offensively today. I, I don't. Um, I don't know what happened, especially in the fourth. Jesus Christ. What was that? Um, you know, you got, you know, you rushed the ball and you, what was it, six times in the first half? Yeah, I don't know what that was. I feel like Kevin Stanfranski was trying to make Baker a star again. It was just like. But he needs to stop. Yeah, he doesn't I'll I'll be... oh go ahead go ahead I'm sorry you got the best one two duo in football and you don't use them but six times in the first half that's Thanks. ridiculous that's pretty much what I was gonna say uh, just more long like let let the man be him he knows how to play let him I don't know just, just let him be him because we went back to back. Pittsburgh, and Kevin's not around. And I think, I think that that's a little testament of, hey, even when you're not here, don't worry about it because we got it. And if I'm if I'm Kevin, I can never pronounce his last name correctly either, so I'm sorry. But if I'm Kevin and I see this, hey, we just went back to back got into this division of playoffs, beating the Steelers our first round, maybe I can relax a bit. But that's not what happened today. At least, at least I feel like on, on that side of things. No, I agree. Because like, it's like they played better when he wasn't there. Which yeah. I, I thought y'all would play as hard for him to get his first career postseason win, but 
it's just like they didn't know what they were doing today. We struggled so much. And then you got that Higgins reaching for the goal post, which it was a foul. I'm going to just put that out there. Oh, we're, we're going to have a nice long session on that later in this episode. It, it, oh. um, but I guess Kevin Stanfranski said after the game, they have a rule that they don't put the ball out like that to the goal post because of touchbacks. So I guess Higgins got like in trouble for it. So I crazy. was not aware of that. Yeah. I just got it from Bleacher Report and you know Bleacher Report hundred percent. No, I didn't I didn't know that at all. Yep. But now that I do know that I kinda have a problem with that. Just okay. And my problem is, in a game like this, when you have the opportunity, and and in that sense, you have you have someone right right on top of you. Would you not want him to make every effort to get the ball across that plane? I mean, I could see that, but I could see the coach's standpoint too of protecting. Sure. The ball. But sure. But as a player, I want to score the touchdown. So at the same time, yeah, I I get both sides. So I I get the wide receiver side, how he wants to score that touchdown, but then I also get the coach side where he's saying you have to protect the ball. Because if you, you guys notice, if you're a Browns fan, you can't rely on the refs. No. Yeah. yeah. So. Relying on the refs doesn't help at all because they're gonna say, "Well, we didn't see it because we was paying attention to the ball," which is a BS excuse. But that's just the way it goes when you're a Browns fan. So, Daryl, what was your thoughts on it? Um, I thought, I don't know. Um, our special teams coordinator. Uh, last week when we faced the Steelers, it seemed like we were playing more open on the offense. And like, he just, he, it's like, I don't know what kind of plays he had set, but. It was the offensive corner actually calling the plays last week. The Alex, dude. And it seemed like opened up the playbook way more than Kevin Stefanski did That is very true. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't know, Kevin Stefanski, it seemed like we were just playing like conservative and like a little scared, like with these these pitch plays and and going away from the run game in the first half, just because we had a, a couple negative plays. I, I don't know. I it doesn't. I I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. But it is what it is. So I got a question for you too. How do you guys feel about hiring an offensive coordinator but not letting them call the plays? That's stupid. Very. Thank you. I agree. If you're gonna call, if you're gonna hire somebody to call it your place during practice and stuff, why wouldn't you hire them to call during the game? Yeah, that's that's like any standard business practice. If I like something you do, and I think you can make something I want to do better, I'm gonna let you do it. Yeah, bring 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 that skill set to whatever it is I need. In this, in this case, the team, bring it to the team. But don't say, oh, you can't do that right now. That's what you hired me for. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's completely stupid. Yeah, at least I, consult uh, him. You know what I mean? Like, or what yeah. did you do here? Yeah, if just let him do his job. Like you brought him in to call plays during practices and draw the plays. Let him call the plays because you see how it worked against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh barely got any stops that game. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and you talk to people with during the year, and everybody says Pittsburgh had one of the best defenses all year. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. You can you can credit that offense last week. Now that I'm thinking about it, our defense had a lot of takeaways. Ben made a lot yeah. of mistakes, but like this week, this week, like we we held the Chiefs in check, like we throughout did. the first half. Jesus Christ, I think they were in score like they they were in scoring distance like every play, every drive in the first half. But we still held them to nineteen points, and then they ended up with twenty two points for the game, and somehow we still managed lose you see that's that's when when i so no secret ladies and gentlemen we we text back and forth during during these things and i texted you guys and i said this isn't a high scoring game for kansas city alone yeah being for 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 them for them uh, obviously being the reigning champs and and they're they're okay no doubt patrick mahomes and that whole offensive andy's as as a team, they are great. Mm-hmm. They're great. And no one can say otherwise because they are. And obviously everyone knew this season they pretty much favored anyway. But if 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 we're the underdogs and as a collective, the whole NFL, everyone knows this. Why do we continue to sink that we can get past that defensive line, essentially doing the same rushing plays over and over again. I feel like the Browns got overconfident. It was like, well, we have the best offensive line. We're just going to protect Baker and stuff like that. And I get the run game wasn't working early on, but you don't abandon it when you have a running game in Korean Hunt. Like you just, they abandoned it. Like I said, they said they ran the ball six times, and Kareem literally had one rush the first half. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Sucks. And then, I, I, like, Patrick Mahomes got hurt, and I thought that's game over. We gonna come back and win, and then the offense just. Didn't show up in the second half. They scored that one touchdown. That was it. And I got a question for you guys. When it was fourth and ten, would you have won for it with only one timeout left? Fourth and ten, right, right, um, right before the punt. Yes. Yeah, I would have gone for it. Same. At it's that, it was one timeout. I think at that point, look, we well, there was about maybe five, six minutes left on the clock. Yep. Why not? This this essentially could be the last stand, and if anything, hey, we still I don't know. I I I do feel like we we should have gone for it. I mean, I get you don't want to run the score, and they would be in field goal range, but like our defense has been struggling. Like they wasn't struggling from from scoring. 
but they were getting a lot of first downs and passing yards. And yeah. Those. And I get it. Patrick Mahomes ain't back there, but still, that's an NFL quarterback. Still, I know it's not Patrick Mahomes who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but our defense couldn't stop them on third, third and long, third and short, and all that all day. So I don't understand why not go for it. I would have went for it personally. So I would have too. What about you, Carol? I don't. I don't know, man. Like, I probably would you, have because I don't trust our defense. I did, I've I've never trusted our defense. We're just our defense awesome. has been bad. Everybody says, "Well, they get turnovers." I get that, but you know how many first downs they give up? It was when the Chad Henney do freaking got the oh my god gift to the fourth down in inches. It was like first. I mean, third and 13. You don't and understand. You guys were on run 12 yards. Yeah. Oh, that destroyed my heart. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it's just, I I don't know what Joe Woods is calling. And I get everybody saying, well, this is his first year. You got to give him time. Like, our defense has been bad all year. How many times have they scored on us in, most, like, high score games? Ravens did it. I know we had that one, that little run in the season where they held them under double digit points or like twelve points, yeah. but the weather was terrible. Oh yeah. That. Oh my god. So that was part of that. I don't want to hear that the defense was part of that. The one thing I can say about the Browns' defense is they did get takeaways, but they didn't get takeaways this game. They only got one. So. That really and, that, and that was a really just awful pass by Chad Henney. I don't even know what he was doing on that pass. He just like threw it in the air. So, see, I thought that would be the turn of the game. You get an interception finally, and we got Baker Mayfield coming on the field and Nick Chubb, and couldn't do anything. They run it, which was a terrible call. Why are you running sideways? Nick Chubb is an up and down runner. Let him get his footwork in the ground and go ahead, not run sideways. I hate when they do that. That's more of a Kareem Hunt run. Yeah, and then those pitch plays. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what that was. I I don't know what he was calling today. And then the second pass, they called the screen pass, and that just got blown up. And my point is, that's not no second down pass play. You got to at least do that on third down where they're expecting a run or something if it's short. I wouldn't have called it on second down personally, but I don't know. So, but I will say this: the Browns did shock me this year, eleven and five, and beat my Pittsburgh Steelers personally. Oh yeah! And did you guys hear about the report that Ben's supposed to be back next year? Thank I God. did not. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Bleacher Report is reporting the Steelers met with him and they both agree on returning to the team next year. That's the last year of his contract, right? Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't but mind. But I I didn't think they would bring him back because his cap salary cap hit is forty one million. He's worth it. I mean you know? oh I mean for them, sure, he probably is. Yeah. But he's amazing. See if 
he he comes back and let's say because he he he's he's getting up there now, in age. Oh yeah, thirty-eight. Wow. Yeah. All right. See. So then, if 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 I'm on that managerial staff and I say, "Hey, Ben, you know we're gonna," well, I'd be talking to me. But <laughs> um, <laughs> if I if I if I make that you know that decision, I feel. I can't get mad if he starts to slow down midway through a season. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I feel like the Steelers are basically saying, like, hey, we didn't have a run game this year. We're not going to put the blame on you. But some of those throws he threw. Oh, in the they AM, were ridiculous. Like, I'm like, are you trying to pass it to the Brown player? <laughs> he was trying to give yeah. us a break. I like that. That's why I like Dan. I went to school from Miami, Ohio. I'm gonna give y'all one. <laughs> I like that. Such a good guy. All right. So I got a question for you guys again. Do you think the Saints or Bucks will win tonight? Bucks. I agree. Bucks. Okay. I agree kind of too, but I don't like Tom Brady personally. <laughs> my Steelers all the time. So him. See, so, that's the reason why I think they will win because Tom Brady, Tom Brady, and freaking uh, Gronk. Yep, Gronk, and then they got Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. But I agree. I, but did you guys hear the report that Drew Brees is probably going to be done after this season? I did not either. You're going to be done yeah. after this game. I think it's all those cracked ribs he got. They said he broke six ribs on each side. Ooh. Is there something wrong with his lungs, too? Yeah, he had a collapsed lung. And then they made him come like, back against the Chiefs. I, I, I don't understand see, that one. Yeah, why? They didn't even need him. Like, they didn't even need it. And then they lost the game anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad for Drew Brees. Like, he got beat up this year, so... I wouldn't be surprised if he called it, but so did you guys watch any of the games from yesterday? I did not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys believe? Uh, well, I guess this is towards zero since you didn't watch it. Ben, uh, do, do you think the Ravens would have won that game if Lamar Jackson didn't get hurt? No, because before he got hurt, he threw a pick six that took the Thank lead you. to seventeen to three. Thank you. Exactly. Ravens fans, I got a couple of friends on Facebook that's talking about, well, if Lamar didn't get hurt, they would have came back and win. It's like, you guys had, he didn't get hurt until the late third quarter, early fourth. I don't remember which of what it was. And y'all didn't do nothing but score three points the entire game. <laughs> didn't make sense. I hate when people try to make it. Like, I'm not making excuses about my Steelers, and they suck. Like, just accept it. Your team lost. Like, come on, man. It's it's different between actual mistakes and not showing up to play a game. Exactly. I agree. It's just, I, I don't know. Like, to me, Lamar chokes in the playoffs. I'm going to just say it. I get it. he finally got a playoff win against Tennessee, but he, they did that rushing the ball. He didn't do that throwing the ball. 100%. If he's not using his legs, they're not winning none of these games. Exactly. I 100% agree. And 
I hate when people be like, well, Baker's the worst quarterback out of that draft class. Excuse me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, how can you base that off? He just, like, I'm not saying he had a fantastic year, but from last year to this year, that's the most improved to me. We, we made it to the playoffs. Award. Are you kidding me? 11 and 5, too. It's not like you guys barely made the playoffs and are like the Washington football team who went 7 and 9, or what was it? 8 and 8. I don't remember their record, but they, like, they didn't even go above 500 and made the playoffs. And the Browns went 11 and 5. So. The Baker hate has to stop. It does. It really does. For people to say they shouldn't pick up his fifth-year option, what was my mind? How much are we going to pay him? That's the question. Oh, he's going to get paid. Oh, yeah, definitely. Are you kidding? Since, since what, early 2000s, this is the best the Browns have been? And, and yes. like it or not, he's a key element to that. So he's definitely yeah. going to. And, you know, I, I also think he kind of likes it here. If if, if I'm going to be honest. That's the way he makes exactly. it seem. I agree. Because I also feel like if there was something really going on, it would have come out like, like this whole um, Odell and him thing where it was like, eh, they're not really clicking. But it wasn't like, you know, bad back and forth. Like, hey, I'm about to fight you kind of thing. As, well, as far as I know. You know who 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 really knows, but I I feel like if he really didn't like it here, it would be known, and I think that would show in his play efforts. Agreed. And I heard I don't know if it's true because this one's from Twitter that Odell really wants to be here next year. I'm sure he would. I'll be completely honest. Today, today was one of these days where I was like, "Man, if we actually had Odell here." Yes, I agree. Because it's Odell, and it'd be Odell in the playoffs. Come on. Oh, yeah, I think Odell gets a lot of uh, a lot of hate for no reason. I think I, I don't understand it. Like he hasn't made any waves as a Brown, other than that visor thing, and I guess um, well, that like, like his cleats, his I mean, shoes. That, that stuff yeah. is stupid. stupid. It's very stupid. That stuff. I, like that's stupid. I don't care what anybody says. But you can't wear cleats because it doesn't improve of our dress code. Like, bro. yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like you see all these. I, I don't. I don't get it. Like. I thought you could wear custom. I don't know. I don't know the rules. I got to educate myself on those. But other than that, like he said all the right things when people yeah. ask him stupid questions and try to get them. They try to get these sound bites. He said all the right things. So I, I'm not worried whether he's here or not next year. As a Browns fan, I do appreciate that he was here and he did what he could. And he gave all he had. I don't think he will oh, be sure. next year, though. I don't. Yeah. Really? Probably I feel like they're going to say you cost a lot of money and we could get Higgins who we could get way cheaper. Not saying Higgins is on Odell's level, but I feel like the Browns are going to feel that way and they're going to be like, nah, bro. Mm. See, that's a toss-up for me. Because 
if I'm gonna be honest, we got a pretty young team. Yep. And again, for 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 as much hate as Browns fans get for the team, let the uh, essentially let the kids play, let them actually come into their own. And I feel like Odell, who's been here at least for not in Cleveland, but like just in the league at least for a while. I don't know. I think, hey, maybe keep them. Maybe you can give a few tips here or there, uh, just amongst the rest of that of that side of the team. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it might be might be cool. I, I guess I guess in the sense of comparing it to, to the to an NBA team, you want to have young guys who can run up and down, but then you want to have your veterans who can bring power and call you know better plays. Why not apply that same logic to the offensive side of the Browns? I agree. And this one thing I will say about Odell is he got a target on his back, like Daryl said. The media always makes him out like he's a terrible teammate. He's a terrible guy. But, yes, has he thrown his helmet before? Yes. But guess who else has done that this year? And the media called that passion. Tom Brady. He did the exact same thing where he was yelling, cussing at his teammates, and he threw his helmet to the ground. And people on Twitter from, like, the sports media, like CBS and ESPN and stuff, are like, well, that's just passion. So why ain't passion when Odell does it? I think we all know why. I I can't (laughs) remember, honestly. I can't remember who was announcing the game when Odell was yelling at at the teammates. But – um, they said the same thing, like uh, that that you just said. I mean, no, not the, not that you just said, but the way you said it about them. Like he was like, "That's just unacceptable," and and he shouldn't be doing it. I'm like, "Why not? This is his team. Yeah. Are you are you not supposed to try to light a fire under these guys? You want him just to accept losing? Oh, because he's not a quarterback, or I don't get it. What what's I don't I don't understand it's, it. I can't remember what game it was because he's not held. To the same standards as Tom Brady. Tom, Tom, I mean, Tom Brady's a superhero. Yeah. If like, I'm gonna be honest, and I'm not a huge Brady fan. I like him, of course. I think he's a little weird sometimes, but like, I can't deny the man's got talent. Yeah. But, I don't think he's Superman. But my thing is, if you're always treat one player like that, you can't treat another player like that. I don't care what status Tom Brady is on, because Odell. For a while, when he was a New York Giant, was known as one of the best wide receivers yeah. in the game. So why is Tom Brady? I get it, Tom Brady's the goat to most people and stuff like that. But if Odell's throwing a fit because he throws his helmet and takes off his cleat, why is it passion when Tom Brady does it? That just frustrates me personally. Because to me, okay, you want to say that's passion about Tom Brady? That's passion from Odell. Like Daryl said, he's trying to light a fire under his guys, get them hype up, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe he won't. I, I, I hope. I would. I would like him. I would. I would like him to be back and actually get a chance to play fully. Agreed. It would be because, nice. because then I feel like okay for for because you you know it's gonna happen. 
you know it's going to be, oh, well, did you really do anything? Well, at the same time, he didn't get to show what he could do. There's just, sure. just, just, just let him, just let him play. If it really doesn't work, then you have the entire season to base it off of, compared to where he's been with other teams. Yep, I agree, hundred percent. Hashtag get Odell another year. Yeah, that and lower his jersey prices, please. I found his jersey. <laughs> it was a cheap jersey, but I got one for twenty nine dollars at Target. That's not bad. Wow, that's not bad at all. Yes. That's cool. All right, my friends. The last point we should talk about is this. What what should have been a touchdown. Yes. This makes me so mad. Agreed. What is to be any other team? I'm, I'm going to just say they're calling in the penalty. I'm just saying. Please, oh, of course. Throw the flag. I don't understand how that goes unseen. I don't. They're I don't sitting either. right next to the pylon. They're in the well, end zone. Heard, They're looking did at you this. Hear the rolling analyst that they have on CBS. Well, I'm personally not looking for helmet to helmet because I'm watching the ball. Bullshit, you should. Dude. You should be looking at everything. Exactly. That's your job. That's what you get paid for. <laughs> what are we doing? Because because if if that's the logic, then players can get away with holding every single game. Exactly. You're not looking for holding. You're looking for the ball. So if I come up to somebody and smack them in the face, oh, but you're not looking for that. So don't call it. That is BS on every single level. And the fact the fact that you have you have replays for stuff like this. Regardless, because God forbid who, who who I forget his name. Who 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 is the team that that our player who who actually had that? Rusty Higgins. Higgins. Okay, thank you. God forbid if Higgins actually gets hurt because this man is tucking his helmet to go into him. I then agree. What? Is it still a touchback? No. If it if they would have caught a penalty, he would have been down at the one because of the foul. So. It would have been no touchback, so, like, just throw the flag. Please throw the flag. You guys always talk about how you're protecting your players from concussions. That's that's a big hit to the head that did not get called. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just – I feel like if it was any other team, it would have been thrown. The flag would have been thrown. But the to – for the role analyst to use an excuse, well, I wouldn't be looking for a helmet to helmet because I would have been looking at the ball. Like like Ben said, you could say that about every play then. That's stupid. But but let's let's actually say that. You're gonna be looking for the ball. At the point at which the, he had possession of the ball, that technically crossed the plane. Yes. So if that's the case, why isn't it a touchdown? Oh, because the ball got knocked loose? But from my understanding, again, now, I don't know everything about football. I'm not claiming I do because I don't. From my understanding, if a player has possession while crossing the plane, that's a touchdown. Yes. I would say 
me personally, I would say it wasn't a touchdown because you actually have to land on the ground for it to be a complete play. Sure. And he knocked the ball out before Higgins touched the ground at all. And hit him in the head. That's yeah, it. he did. See, he that's, and that's my problem. That should be reviewable, man. It should I don't, be. I don't, That's what I'm saying, too. That. I don't understand why you got all these reviewable plays, but that's one of them you can't do. Like, if you have a challenge play, you should be able to challenge penalties and plays like you can. Like, I just, I just don't get it. I don't understand what the challenge flag is for and why it's only used to call plays. It should be able to challenge a foul, too. Or penalty, excuse me. They're called penalties in football. So, didn't they do that for pass interference? Last yeah, year? they took it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Which is which is also that. stupid. Yeah, because if you go back, I think it was two years ago. It cost the Saints a playoff game. And they're still talking about it since. Yep. Oh, I. This will definitely be one of those that the Browns, the Browns are going to be always talking about. Agreed. Honestly, God, God forbid Higgins got hurt. It's just like, it seemed like the rest were against the Browns from the beginning. I don't know. Oh, they were. They, and I don't they, know what Kevin Stefanski was, was doing, but there was that one third down play where the dude dropped the ball on the ground and he didn't throw the challenge flag. And then he decides to throw the challenge flag where Tyreek Hill caught the ball clearly. Yeah, and he held it on the side of his thigh. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. When I seen that in li- like in, in in live play, I was like, oh he definitely dropped that shit. But then <laughs> oh, I seen sure. the replay. Yeah, I, I was and I know you can see the yeah. replay. Yeah, it's on the so why didn't he time. look at the replay and be like, okay, yeah, he caught yeah. that. What are we yeah, doing? I don't know. I'm I I'ma just say he got extremely out coached today. I would just say it. He, he got extremely outcoached. My opinion. I would agree. Definitely agree. And it's kind of like, while you were at home, what, what were you doing? In a basement, just chilling, watching a game. You should go do that next time. But listen, do, you th- do you think it was also part of, oh, dur- during, during that game, well, he's, oh, I wouldn't do that. They should have done this, this, and this. Do you think that was just a sense of I'm back and you you guys are going to do what I say? Yes. I feel like he's like, I'm back. I'm the head coach. I'm going to call the plays together. All that. Even though the offensive coordinator has success calling plays last week. So. I think we should look to do more of that next season. I agree. Um, like, I'm glad Kevin is the head coach. He did. He worked wonders for us this season. But oh, I, sorry, <laughs> I was watching the Buccaneers game. It was almost a pick. Uh, one thing, one more thing, I wanted to talk about, um, uh, about the helmet to helmet thing. That was ridiculous. Um, but I went to Twitter uh-huh. mid game, like after that play, and then after the Patrick Mahomes thing happened. And I've seen some of the most toxic people, <laughs> including the Chiefs social media. I just want to put it out there. They were calling Dan Sorison, the guy who who hit 
uh, Higgins helmet to helmet with the crown of his helmet. So clean. It was ridiculous that they didn't see it and didn't call it. I seen the chief social media call him dirty Dan and they were hyping him up for the hit. You know, you know, the fans oh, came right along. That with was it, on but, social media wow. pages too. I was going down yeah. Facebook and Twitter. I seen CBS tweet. I seen ESPN. I seen Bleacher Report. Not trying to call those companies out, but like they're all saying this play is going to cost the Browns. But you guys are not going to talk about how the play was a foul. Like, it, and it's it's sick. And then I seen uh, when Patrick Mahomes went down. I seen some of the people in the Browns fan base. On, I'm looking on social media. One guy said, "Oh, he was he's he's paralyzed." And oh my god! I just I just want to put it out there, like Jesus Christ, y'all! Like, come <laughs> you on, football players got to chill, bro. You're... Yeah, like this is this is somebody else's life. I understand y'all do care about y'all's team. I I care about the Browns as much as anybody, but if I would be lying if I said that wasn't scary when I seen Patrick Mahomes get up and he couldn't, like he could not stand. He almost, like I, if I, I feel for the catch him, he would have straight up fell to the floor. Yeah, I, I really feel for him. You know, if we would have won, obviously we know y'all would have said that that was the excuse. That's why y'all, that's why we won. We already know, but you know, I hope it, it is. I what hope it he's is. back next week against the Bills, though. Honestly, I would love to see that game. Well, yeah, I, I can con- concussion protocol. Obviously. He he's he's gonna be monitored. It pro- they'll probably make him for like three days, but yeah, yeah I think I think be- I feel I feel like when when he went and sat down and was able to run into the locker room, I feel like that's a good sign because if he wasn't, then yeah, something a little more serious. There. But I completely agree. Everyone, calm down. We're not trying to actually kill the man. I get it. I get Honestly. it in the sense of oh, if only Patrick was out. I get it. But don't 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 do that. You should never wish. Don't like, do that. Like, let me put it like this: like for the fans that they have a daughter, well, can't be daughter because daughters can't play in the NFL yet. I believe one day they will be able to. Just go put that out. There. That's about to be hot. Thanks. But imagine if that was your son or father or. Anything like that, you wouldn't want people cheering. Oh, I hope he's out and stuff like that. Like I was dead ass worried about Petra Mahomes too. Yeah, still can't even stand without help. Remember, uh, it reminded me a lot of Kevin Durant going down in Toronto, and the fans were cheering so loud. It was it was so scary. Kyle Lowry had to to calm him down and say, "Yo, that's not how we." That's not how we want to win. Yeah. I remember before the Chiefs were good, I think Matt Castle was their quarterback, and he got hurt. And the own home team started – the fans started cheering because Matt Castle got hurt. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, it that's was scary, man. Fans. So, to call – I'm calling you out, Chiefs fans. You guys are sick. Sick. Yeah. Freaks. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry, T-Fan. I, I got a little bit too passionate right there, but, you know. I'm not sorry. You guys Some are Browns ridiculous. Fans too. Y'all are a little scary. Yeah, y'all, y'all are a little 
Let's well, it's let's like show some a couple class. years ago. I remember when Ben got hurt during the Cincinnati playoff game, and fans started throwing garbage at him when he was getting carried off the sideline. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, that's 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 some of the saddest. People like that shouldn't be allowed in games. Exactly. I don't understand. Like, oh man, like I get you. You pay for your ticket. You can do what you want, but throwing garbage and. Saying, the I've, man's I've already heard. Heard some sick things. Yeah, I've heard some sick things be said by fans, like slurs and whatnot. I, and they're still allowed. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the protocol I, it's is. A, it's just like they have rows and sales, but nobody follows those rows. Well, so. of course not. No. But I will say, f- football fans are wild. But it, especially if you're there. At the game, I don't. I don't. I heard some crazy stuff going to Browns game. I heard people call someone the N word. I heard yes. someone someone tell somebody go back to your own country and stuff like that. I'm just thinking, like, what is wrong with you? Remember to start the season when um. Uh, the Chiefs and Texans, they didn't even kneel. They they just locked arms. Yep. And the fans booed. Kansas City fans booed at that. They just locked arms for injustice. They didn't kneel like everybody else gets upset about. And that'd be the and same thing still as to be like, well, I just don't want them to kneel during the national anthem. But when they didn't even kneel during the last national anthem and locked arms, like Daryl said, you guys still booed. Still booed. Didn't care about none of that. And my thing is... I, I mean, I, I don't want to make it a race thing, but your quarterback is black, guys. I don't, I don't know if y'all know it. Your quarterback is black. Your running back is black. Your wide receivers are black. Your defensive players are black. This is a predominantly black sport. Guys, I, what are we doing? I hate when people be like, like that one, I don't know who it was. I don't remember her name, but when she told – LeBron, just shut dribble. up. Dribble. Oh, I hated that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, and then, dude, just because, uh, he, when, just because he is a professional athlete, he's not allowed an opinion. And that's the crazy thing, because Drew Brees, when you remember what Drew Brees said in the offseason, like, I won't, I won't take anybody disrespecting our flag. That same lady came out and said, well, why can't Drew Brees have an opinion? He can have his own opinion. I remember that. that you shouldn't be... It's it's so and, sad. And LeBron it's can't. so like people show their true colors, and like I, I don't know. That's that's, oh wow. I'm pretty sure I'm she's all for it for too. players showing their support for Black Lives Matter and against police, but I mean brutality and stuff like that. I'm all for it. You guys use our platform to recognize that. You stuff. see, I, if if I may add something here, gentlemen. We also have to take into account that as fans, we look to these superstars in for everything in general. They, they are icons, and we hold them up so high on a pedestal because we, we think that they are these heroes. Not to say that they can't be, but then when something like that happens – and there's a disagreement with someone as a fan and as a, a, a part of a specific group as a collective 
that's where the thing shifts. So, in this sense, for the same people, because you know they're out there who agree with her and say LeBron should just shut up and dribble, then Mm -hmm. stop holding him to your high standards. Stop looking to him for your answers. Stop it. Because at, that means, at go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, okay. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I just had a point to make about that. That'd be the same people that be like, Oh, you're supporting Trump. I'm all for you to speak out about that. Right. Again, doesn't make sense. Stop. Stop stop looking to these celebrities and stop looking to these athletes if you are really just gonna turn around and bash them. Because if I'm honest, as regular citizens, if something really didn't go your way and you felt wrongly about it, just go to the I, I guess I guess the best example right now would be the election. Yes. If there was a lot of you who really didn't agree, you technically have the power. And it's unfortunate because the government distills fear, and now I'm going to get in trouble for that, and I don't care. (laughs) But stop. I'm going to just say this, too. The Capitol building... Just let black people do that, and there's going to be bullets oh, spread and tear gas that... and all that. I know a lot of people be like, whoa, that's not yeah, true. Is. That is, that's fact. Yeah, that's that in fact. itself is a disappointment to America. It just makes me, like, my fiance is black. When we get pulled over... I fear for her life. Now, I'm not saying that to be ignorant to cops, because not all cops are like that. But th- to see what's going on in this world and uh, how it just seems like everything's against black people and white people get away with like stuff. Like the Capitol building. There was people breaking in, and you guys just didn't do nothing about it, but just try to stop them. And there was cops getting hurt and you guys still refuse to do tear gas and all that? That's just ridiculous to me. It is so, ridiculous. Stuff like that gets me heated because, one, my best friend is Daryl, and he's black, and I fear for his life. Like, I like when I talk to Daryl, I'll be like, bro, you, you make sure you be careful. And then Deli, like, I love her with all my heart, but she got the attitude problem and she will get mouthy with a cop. I'd be in fear for her life too. So I, I, it just makes me sick how racist this country is still is. And everybody is saying, well, it's not that racist or blacks would be slaves still. <laughs> oh and my that God. Stuff gets me I've never heard that. Yeah, dude. I, I'm not going to say who it is, but there's a couple of people I know that. Oh my said gosh. That. There's a, another thing I'd like to add on to this is uh, I, I would like to say, like, uh, when somebody brings up the Capitol building, a lot of people want to bring up, like, the Black Lives Matter protests and, like, how it 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 uh, came with looters and rioters and whatnot. And I just want to put it out there. Um, 
those looters and and rioters, like especially the looters. Let me let me uh, talk about that first. I don't know if there were a couple segments on the news where they showed looters and some of them were white or or Hispanic or some of them were black. There, dude, if they, I don't understand all Black Lives Matter protesters that that we don't we don't stick with the looters and the rioters, those sick people who tried to find a way to to cause violence for no reason. You've seen multiple protests around the world where people just chanted and that's it chanted and, and, and protested and walked peacefully. But you only look at the looters and the rioters that that were not all black who weren't even with black lives matter. They didn't even care. They were just worried about getting a little thing and, and whatnot. Exactly. And, and that goes to basically what I'm saying is I don't believe all white people are awful. I don't believe all black lives matter protesters were looters and rioters. There are bad apples in every single race. Jesus Christ. If we could just see that it would be so much easier if we can just clean that up, clean up all the bad apples, everything would be great. Well said, Agreed. honestly. Agree. Well said. Drop the mic. Come on. I mean, I agree with you 100%, Daryl. So, yeah. Heck, Jesus. I mean, if you want to be honest, you, you could look at us. And ladies and gentlemen, you may not all know this, but undefined as just our little group, Daryl's black... Justin's white, myself, I'm Hispanic. That's Yep. That's the fable for us. No. We don't look at each other and be like, he's black and he's Hispanic, so he's lesser than me. I treat you guys all the same. Like if you were white, black, Puerto Rican, Jamaican, or anything. Like you're a human being. Be treated like that. I, I actually do wanna I and I know this is kind of taking a little turn, but one last thing. Because I have family who don't live in America. And for those of you who may not know, I have a friend uh, who is from Honduras. So still in in that Latino, uh, Spanish sense origin. And you may not know what goes on in other countries and other places around the world. However, America itself is very fortunate to have the stuff that we have and to be able to do the things we do. And it pains me, not, not, not just with this Capitol building thing recently, but everything going on since this past year till now, even to before. Um, this friend of mine, he and his dad came over years ago obviously for that American lifestyle, that, that, that whole American dream. And they were trying to get his sister to come over here recently. And I'm not going to put a whole, a whole lot of their business out there, but I did ask him the other day if I could tell the story. Uh, essentially, what it came down to was for those people who still had hope of coming over here to start to start anew that's dying and that's very upsetting and i'll i'll never forget this again because because he he and i are pretty close 
and her his, his sister is wonderful. She's a wonderful young lady. And she said, I don't want to come over there because I can suffer in the comfort of my home here. Dude, that is so disheartening. That is. Because especially like before all this stuff was happening, people would come over here to get a better life. And it's just like now you can't even really come over here to get a better life. Like, it just sucks. It just, I'm not trying to put everything on Donald Trump, but ever since he became president, people has been showing their true colors. Like, how he, he talking about he's going to build a wall from Mexico to the United States because Mexico is taking all the jobs and transporting drugs and stuff. Like, are you serious? I don't know. It's just, it just blows my mind how people could sit up there and say, well, America's not yeah. racist. Yeah, we are. Okay, guy. We are racist. We are crumbling. We are not united. At all. And it's a shame when other countries and poorer countries look at themselves and look at us and say, I'm good. I'll manage. And and he, even again to to uh, along along the same my same friends, who I know. Her other fear was trying to come to school here. And God forbid anything like this continue to happen or happen again, but that fear that she might get hurt going to an American school. It's just, it, it's crazy. It it's is crazy. crazy. It's... Alright, guys. Do you guys have anything else to say, or do we call it there? I mean, I, I think... I'm good, I got it. Say, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We, I, 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 well, I guess, I guess, let's not end this on a sad, sad note. This is just the reality of what it is right now. And and for us, essentially, as young kids, this is what we're growing up with. And I would like to say, yeah. amongst this, this sense of dysfunction, America as a whole needs to come back. We need to, and we must, and I... Pray and hope that within this next year we can start to rebuild because I do believe at one point in time we probably were the greatest country. Now, whether I get to see that again in my lifetime, who knows? But this still can be, once again, the United States of America. And for as much as Donald Trump wanted to make America great again, I think we should be united once again. Agreed. Yeah, different plans. Great again. But yes, let's wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait! Don't go away yet. (laughs) I'm going to end it on a joke. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> How do you throw a space party? How? You planned it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm oh sorry. God. Unsubscribe. If you really... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh... Mm. Daryl, where did you come off of that? That's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, I didn't want to end on a sour note. Thank you. All right, everyone. Great, great job, Daryl. Now, uh, for you dads listening, tell that to your kids. And uh, when they say, yes. Dad, that's stupid, you can say, no, it's not. <laughs> you can go on with your day. Uh, but all seriousness, thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us your time. I know this is kind of long. I want to tell you guys that we ha- we really have no episode plans for this most of the time. Sometimes we'll be serious. Sometimes we'll be silly. Either way, we hope you enjoy this show. We like making it. And we will see you next time. Bye. I love you too. Oh, wait, you're talking to them, not me? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. (laughs) See you later, folks.